Prepare to be captivated by the business story of the week, hosted by me, Shaheen Shan. Join us on a journey through the twists and turns of entrepreneurial triumphs and setbacks. Immerse yourself in the narrative and witness the magic that turns dreams into reality. This is Business Story of the Week. All right, welcome to Business Story of the Week. Get ready to be inspired as we embark on an extraordinary journey with our guest, Ahmed Reza, a visionary tech founder. Ahmed's story is a testament to passion and determination. Initially drawing from the performing arts, he discovered his true calling in technology and computers during his time at Cornell University. There, he took part in groundbreaking projects for NASA and dared to participate in the DARPA Grand Challenge for self-driving cars. Ahmed's entrepreneurial journey began at a humble retail shop, igniting his desire to create and innovate. He went on to found Coders, Hackers, and Founders nonprofit CHF and TrepHub, a nonprofit open source version of Y Combinator. But his true breakthrough came with CallSumo, which was done through Dental Web Now and revolutionized call tracking and analytics with artificial intelligence and machine learning. Now, Ahmed was not one to settle. He pushed the boundaries further with his latest venture, Yobi. And this one's going to blow your minds. It's an AI company employing digital synths which are synthetic agents, and Ahmed's gonna to talk to us about that, to create exceptionally skilled virtual employees for sales, customer service, and marketing. His story exemplifies the transformative power of technology driven by his personal values and a vision for positive change. Join us as we delve into Ahmed's journey uncovering the driving forces behind his success and the invaluable lessons he's learned. Prepare for an inspiring conversation with today's guest, a true tech pioneer, Ahmed Reza, as we explore his unwavering determination and the profound impact he's about to make on the world. Get ready to be captivated. Ladies and gentlemen, Ahmed Reza, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for having me, Shaheen. Appreciate the Ahmed, time. Yeah, Ahmed, great to have you on. So your personal journey has taken you from the world of performing arts to this like cutting edge technology. And I know you and I talked a little bit before the show. Can you share with us the pivotal moments that led you to start your current business? So I think I should caveat all of this with the fact that uh, if there's one word that I could uh, say that underpins almost uh, all of the most significant uh, parts of my life, it's failure. So I started out in Bangladesh. Um, I was a child star. I had uh, uh, TV shows that I did, you know, records that I put out. You know, people used to recognize me whenever I went somewhere. It was really cool. Got lots of free stuff. And then I immigrated to the United States, and I was suddenly on the streets because <laughs> nobody knew who that guy was here. And it's really crazy uh, to get crushed like that at a very young age. I remember uh, selling books on the streets of New York. I dropped out of high school. Uh, did not think I would ever make it back to school because of the financial conditions uh, of me and my family. I actually had to take care of uh, my mom and eventually my stepdad as well. 
Um, but yeah, being on the street, seeing people just look right through you and realizing like the world can turn upside down in an instant. But every one of those moments gave me the ability to overcome incredible adversity. Uh, and it opened up more opportunities for me as I overcame one, one failure after another. So coming to the United States, being on the streets, like 14 years old, working 80 hours a week, 100 hours a week, uh, made me question things a lot of people end up questioning when they're 40. You know, like, am I just going to work the rest of my life? <laughs> what else is this world about? You know, what is success? Uh, so from a very young age, I, w I guess I was uh, quite annoying and, you know, philosophically active. Wow. Yeah. I mean, look, America has a way of doing that to you, right? Especially if you're an immigrant. I mean, I, I was an immigrant from Iran, uh, similar story, and I get it. You know, it's it's tough because you don't get any breaks seemingly, right? Until you create them for yourself. Has that been part of your motto of creating your own success? Has that been something that you kind of, you know, you come to this country, you know, you're like many people, uh, uh, you know, we were refugees, um, but you know, you come to this country as an immigrant and you look around you and you see all this success, but no one's carving a path out to it for you. Is there, is there something inside you that made you want to create and carve that path out for yourself? Well, uh, I think mother is the necessity of all invention, right? So when you're, when you're in that spot, you don't really think a whole lot like, what should I do? It's like, you have to do this. You have to work. You have to survive. Initially, it's about survival. It's only after the fact that you realize one of the most valuable skill sets in life is probably just knowing how to handle failures, right? And when you fail, a lot of people, especially people who are talented, like I got very lucky very early in life. And uh, the downside to that is sometimes that makes you not know how to handle failures. And I think in business, I look back at all those failures, all of those things that didn't work out as one of the biggest blessings in my life. Because without those things, I wouldn't have learned how to pick myself back up. You can put me on Mars. I can probably figure things out. Yeah, it's crazy how that works. Like I look back even at school and like being bullied and, you know, called all kinds of things like he's a terrorist. He's this right. Even even during um, Iran Contra, I remember that bad time to come to America uh, as an Iranian. And looking back, I actually have gratitude for those people based on what you're saying. So it's a very astute observation because I look back and I think, man, it's those tough times. It's getting knocked out on the schoolyard that brought me the resilience to become who I am. And I see that with you as well, because despite all the odds, you came through and have launched multiple successful businesses. Um, and that's amazing. So would you say that the hard times led you to become a better version of yourself? Oh, absolutely. Every single time. And I think one of the few superpowers that it gives you is not fearing failure as much and knowing how to recover because you're going to, you're going to fail. Things are not going to go exactly according to plan. Um, 
uh, like no plan survives contact with the enemy. When you get knocked around, what do you do? What do you do in the ring? So that's what yeah. it taught me from a very early age. So uh, in Y Combinator, they have, a, they have this question like, what's this unfair advantage that you have? What's this thing that you know about life? And the thing that I know about life, and one of the reasons I personally am partial to immigrants who have had similar backgrounds to me is that I know that you can, you can figure things out, right? Yeah, because you have to, right? Like you say, out of necessity. Like English, um, is, my, English is my fourth language. It's not my first language. Wow. So when I came to America, my English was not, wasn't like this. It wasn't fluent. I've since picked up several dialects of English. <laughs> That's amazing. That's amazing. I still get it too sometimes, you know, when I, I talk to people, they go, oh, but where are you from? And I'm like, well, you know, I'm, I'm from Iran, but I live here. They're like, but you speak such good English. And I always find that amusing. <laughs> but okay. So let's talk more about where you are at now and your business story of the week. So the, our show now focuses on business leaders and entrepreneurs and not just what it took to get them here, but what it takes them to keep innovating in the field that they're in, right? Most of our entrepreneurs have been in a niche and they've been able to dominate that niche with exactly what you're saying, an unfair advantage. And I think it's so important to think in those terms, right? Especially in today's world, right? Because we live in a society where there is a crisis of competence. And I don't notice this when I go to the, to the quote unquote third world. When I go to Asia, when I go to South and Central America, when I go to these places, I see a lot more pride in the general population in everything that they do. But I feel that in this country now, there really is a crisis of competence because to a great degree, we've told this generation that you're good enough no matter what that the output that you put out into the world is good enough just on the merits of you being a human. Meanwhile, there's kids sitting in, in China and India that are running circles around the kids here because they know that if they don't do a little bit better than the guy behind them, they're going to be discarded largely by, by their society. So it's a, it's a necessity, right? Um, so let's, let's talk about your latest project and what's led you to creating Yobi. Tell us what Yobi is, tell us what it does, and then we're going to go into some really fun stuff because this whole thing, and especially what you showed me earlier on in our pre-interview, blows my mind using AI and creating synthetic employees. T tell me about Yobi. So Yobi, uh Yobi stands for Yobi Byte. It was Y-I-B Inc. Yobi Byte is the largest amount of bytes you can have. Uh, so you have terabytes, petabytes. Yobi Byte is the largest denomination. And the reason I named the company Yobi Byte is because from my previous experience, I realized that not enough businesses were leveraging AI the way that they could. Uh, so at Dental Web Now, just by figuring out marketing attribution using machine learning, we were able to help the average dentist make an extra $400,000 a year. And that's a really tiny application of AI in my mind. And I thought to myself, what if we could, uh, what if we could supercharge business owners, uh, folks like myself, 
who might be really good at what they do, who might be really nimble, good decision makers, hard workers, with artificial intelligence, even though they don't know that they need it. When I first started, I didn't even know what a CRM was, but I definitely knew what making money was and not being broke was. So if you could supercharge me with this advisor, with this AI, uh, where I wish I could clone myself, and that was... Uh, that was a challenge I faced myself is I figured out sales, even as an engineer. And then when I went on to try to scale a sales team, I had to learn about CRMs and I had to learn about all of these different things. And it was one of the hardest things that I had to do. So what I ended up doing was I leaned on my insane work ethic, worked like 15, 16 hours a day every day and made way more sales calls than I ever thought I would and ended up doing a lot of the sales myself. Um, and in the new venture, I thought, I'm sure I'm not the only business owner that wishes that they could clone themselves, right? That they wish, hey, I, I just learned how to do sales. Can I get someone else to do that? Hey, better yet, now that you have all this cool AI, could that AI learn to do that and do some of the sales for me? And the magic behind sales isn't really, isn't really um, so much magical as it is formulaic. So I'll, I'll introduce you to my synthetic agent, which can sound like me and actually do those things, you know, pitch Yobi to you a million times. So here goes. Hi, I'm Ahmed Yobi, a synthetic agent trained on his personal data and communications. It's nice to meet you all. All right. Wow. So my synthetic agent is currently answering uh, messages on my behalf. If you send me a message over Twitter or a message over a text message, or WhatsApp, it's handling it with in my voice, and it's using the Yobi app, which allows me to see what my synthetic clone is saying to people. And I can train it, I can tweak it as if you were talking to an intern, and slowly it starts to learn. Uh, actually, not very slowly. That's the other thing about AI is it's, uh, relatively speaking, a very fast learner. Uh, the difference is it's superhuman. It can have 700 phone conversations or it can have uh, phone and uh, email and everything else all at once. Something that uh, is almost unimaginable. It's the stuff that I think business people dream of. It's what I dreamed of, right? It's a super efficient organization that just does this thing really well. You know, you come to uh, Ahmed's clone and you ask about Yobi. It has infinite amounts of patience with customers. Uh, will listen to what you're saying, will incorporate that feedback. And yes, there are times where it falls back to me. Uh, but the, the number of times that happens is few and far between. And then my time is better optimized for deeper connections, deeper conversations, or my team can actually take it on at that point. So human beings augmented by these synthetic agents in things that make you more money, marketing, sales, and customer service. And traditionally, we've looked at those three things as three separate things. But if you've ever started your own company, you'll realize you've probably done all three of those things and you were one person. And because you were one person, it was much more unified and very efficient. And I believe in the, in the future, as scaling happens with these synthetic agents that we call Yobis, uh, people are going to start to look at it like that. Uh, a lot of the differentiations that we do, primarily because human organizations don't scale that way, are going to change fundamentally. Wow. So 
explain it to me as somebody who's starting a business. I'm going to start a business, let's say a service business, and obviously I have a sales funnel. Obviously I have, um, you know, salespeople on staff, but I'm always my best salesperson. Mm -hmm. How can I use Yobi at, to increase my revenue? It's actually quite simple. You download the app, you get going, it takes a few minutes to connect everything, and you start using it to have your conversations. And every single conversation that you're having, whether it's over text messages or phone calls, it is understood by the AI. The AI is in the middle. So this is something novel that we have. So our app looks really simple, very user-friendly. It looks just like your text messaging applications that most people are used to. Uh, so you bring yourself and your team on board. And when a customer uh, talks to you, you simply respond back and the synthetic agents learn. Uh, what we're actually introducing now, yep, that's the app right there on the App Store. It's available everywhere. Works on Windows, Mac, iOS, Android. We took great pains to make it available and easy to use. Okay. Um, so you're going to go to the App Store, guys, or the Apple Store, and you're going to download Yobi because we're going to show you, Ahmed's going to show you right now how to create a digital clone of yourself that's going to help you double and triple your business. This is mind-blowing. We're here. Are we really here? Is this, is this really happening now at this point in history where you can clone yourself uh, with a uh, uh, low-cost or free app? Yes, so this technology is definitely here. It's actually here earlier than I personally expected. I've been in the AI field for a long time. Um, and honestly, the technology is actually even more astounding than what I'm saying. I'm just, I'm just putting it in these terms so folks understand. And that's what our UI is focused on as well, is you treat your synthetic agent as another, another agent. But it's really not, uh, you know, it's really not a person, right? It's this, it's this machine that doesn't uh, need sleep, that doesn't need breaks, that just keeps going. And is only wow. limited by GPUs. That's incredible. So can you talk just a little bit about your process in, I assume, did you fund this yourself? Did you raise money for it? Do you have investors? How did you go about starting this? You're a serial entrepreneur, so I'm sure you're very investable and people know you. But for people who are like, hey man, I've got this great idea and I don't know how to go about making it happen, how would you recommend that they start? So, in my case uh, with Yobi, this was a special case where I self-funded it early on. The idea was pretty out there. So if you're in 2019, this is right before COVID hit, um, crypto is really hot. Everybody's like in crypto. It was actually relatively easy to raise money. Even during COVID, it was actually pretty easy to raise money. And I decided against it because I, I was betting that AI was going to be a thing. And that was based on just my years of experience in this industry, knowing people and just looking at it myself going, this doesn't feel right. Like I have this unfair advantage and I, I have so much conviction in this. Um, 
Uh, fortunately, in my position, I was able to self-fund a lot of the development early on and run the experiments. Um, and then finally, uh, I ended up uh, going to investors, especially family and friends, uh, uh, once I saw something where I was like, hey, this is pretty promising. This is looking really interesting. Uh, and I raised what you would comparably call a smaller round. And it was a it was a very fast round. I think it was hours um, from open to close. So we do have investors. We have actually amazing investors on board. Uh, and the nice thing about building building successful products uh, that are based in reality, that are showing uh, the promises that you want to see, is uh, you're able to then be more selective about who you have on, on your cap table. And it's really important to have the right investors and have the right partners going along with you. Um, and in my, in my own journey, what I've found is uh, the advisors actually make a lot of difference in your business outcomes, much more than funding. Yes, funding is necessary, but having good advice and knowing what to do is far more important. Mm, yeah, I think that, that makes sense. And that's also a very uh, almost like Eastern philosophy, right? Of like, you know, starting from the concept of a guru, right? Americans don't really have that. Westerners don't really have the, the whole guru concept. But in, in most of Asia and Asian countries, you know, the most important thing in any endeavor is seeking the wisdom and knowledge and advice of people who've done it before. And that's super interesting that you take, um, you place such importance on that. And that's probably one of the reasons why you've been so successful to this point. Um, I've downloaded Yobi. I'm going to play with it. I'm sure we're going to get a ton of comments and questions. So I think we absolutely are going to have to have you back on the show again and possibly do a live where we can have a live audience asking you questions about the tech um, and how they can incorporate it. And I'm going to play with it a little bit and I'll call you later um, to figure out how this works. How can people get a hold of you? if they want to learn more about you or engage with what you're doing or, or possibly invest in your next project, how do people find you? Uh, there's several things you can do. You can follow me on LinkedIn. You can follow me on Twitter or social media, but I'll do one better. You can talk to my synthetic agent and have it pitch you. I'll give you this phone number that you can text. Uh, it's 667-220-7187. Uh, 667-220-7187. And you can text my synthetic agent, ask it all the questions you want about Yobi. It will respond to you about Yobi. But this is the goal-oriented conversation engine. So if you veer outside, it'll feel like a dumber version of ChatGPT, but it's not. It's a really good SDR. Wow. That's amazing. That's one of the best ways to get a hold of me that I've ever heard of for, from anybody. So that that's incredible. And that's really next level. And uh, we're going to definitely be watching you as this technology evolves in closing to entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs, people wanting to be more like you and start companies. What is the single most important piece of advice that you're going to leave us with today? I think the most important thing in entrepreneurship, like I said earlier, is determination, grit, 
and learning how to recover from failure. All of those things are one thing. Uh, I don't know what that characteristic is called. I guess grit is the best word to sum it up. You have to be, you have to be very gritty. You have to be okay with taking punches and then still being in the fight. Uh, and if you're good at that, I think uh, if you outlast, you'll be surprised at the results that you get. Part of it is patience. Part of it is experience. But really, just be very, very gritty. And if life's thrown, thrown you some punches along the way, don't look at it as a disadvantage. Just think that, hey, this is going to make you much stronger as an entrepreneur. What doesn't kill us makes us stronger. I love Generally that. speaking, that's been true. <laughs> All right. Ahmed Reza, thank you so much for being on the show. Uh, we really appreciate you and your story. And hopefully we'll get you on again soon and learn more about all the cool stuff that you're doing. Thanks so much for having me, Shane. All right. We're going to cut right there so my editor knows how to cut. And I'll just keep rolling so that you can, you can have it. So awesome, dude. That's mind-blowing stuff. Wow. Um, and I did download it. Um, so, so it'll talk to me like it's you in that voice. Uh, yeah, so the voice part, we're still working on this one part, which is signal processing. Like if you mm -hmm. talk to me right now, your background sound is non-existent. It'll, it will just converse just fine with you. But if you were in a busy airport or something, it has a little bit of difficulty, especially if you have kids in the car talking also. It has a little uh, difficulty yeah. understanding. Yeah, you know what? Uh, the Amazon devices and the Google devices, it's the same problem. Because like if, I, if I've got like a little low level, like if there's a lot of noise, I think it figures out the noise. But if it's like a low level consistent hum or like a buzz or like a tap running or something, it messes it all up. Um, Primarily because so much of it has to be done real time. Mm. Like when you're talking to Siri right now, you'll notice or Alexa, you'll realize it goes to the cloud and it does, does its processing because you have very powerful processors. And like... AI at the edge, which is going to come out, uh, like AI that runs locally on your device is going to revolutionize all of that because finally you'll be able to run the AI locally so it can process your speech and other things faster. Wow, amazing. Um, okay, so you're awesome, man. I mean, I think you're, you, you come off as being um, very authentic um, you're well-spoken, you're not like salesy or pitchy in any way. Uh, you're very likable. Um, all right. Couple things. Um, if you're open to some feedback, um, all right. So you're talking about like next level tech that you've built, right? As a tech entrepreneur. Um, that's not what I see on the screen and I'll tell you why. So there's a couple of ways we could improve it. One, we got to get rid of the eighties porn background. That's got to go. The, <laughs> the woods got to go. I actually um, have a different background. I just thought, boom. So there you go. I just thought this was going to be audio only. And, uh, one of the downsides to the synthetic agent <laughs> is it overbooks me. Like I, I eat my own dog food. So oh, no. my first call was at 7am this morning. Oh, and I no. was like, <laughs> I was like, dude, what's going on? I, I had no idea that I had this call until like five oh, minutes man. before. 
Okay, yeah, we got to work on that. But that's much better. So, okay, so that background is good. Always assume that it's going to be video. And even if the hosts uh, Mm -hmm. aren't going to use the video, they're just Zooming, but they're like, it's audio only, ask them to give you a copy of the video. Be like, hey, can I get the video? Because we can cut that up and still put that out in clips. I don't care if they're promoting it, we'll promote it, right? Um, All right, the other thing is, I think you should be... I would recommend ordering up some, like just maybe some polos. You can get them on on Amazon Mm -hmm. with the logo of your company. Um, It gives you like an extra air of professionalism and it'll look very techy for you rather than wearing like, you know, your, uh, you know, a sweater over, over, over a shirt like that. Um, like I, I, I have t-shirts made for like every business that I do. So when I go on podcasts, I just yeah, wear I have t-shirts as well for Yobi. Okay. Awesome. So wear the, wear the t-shirt. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll look at your lighting. It's hard to see the lighting because, uh, Riverside will, um, it's downloading locally. So mm-hmm. this will download locally. So, so keep, keep the screen on for like a couple minutes or until it tells you it's all uploaded. So it records locally for you, it records locally for me, and then it uploads it to the cloud so we both get really high res. Um, but I, do you have a ring light, like a basic ring light? So I actually have a professional studio here in the garage. I can, Dude. so I have, <laughs> I have everything, right? I have everything, but the reason I'm coming to you on the, on the laptop camera this morning is like I was not prepared for like, I didn't even know this was happening. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> my apologies for not being better prepared. But No, not at all. Let's get you, let's get you on again. You know, we'll, let's, yeah. we'll cut this. I think we got great content today. Um, we'll, I'll, I'll get you on the show again because um, you're awesome like that. Um, but I, you know, usually I have a, a ton of comments. I think, I think, like, who you are is amazing and it speaks volumes. I don't think... There's a lot more that you need to do. I think we got to work on a little bit of preparation with your call to action and like the golden nuggets that you that you, that you drop. Um, but in general, what what you talk about is awesome. It's so timely right now. Um, I think yeah, I would I would drop the background. Maybe like if if you were to have like even. You know, just like uh, have somebody put a, do a little like JPEG of the Yobi logo, and then you know you can use the the Zoom thing back there. But we'll we'll right. we'll drop it in this one because this one we're editing on Riverside. Most people do Zoom. Um, yeah, and other than that, I think you're. I think it's awesome. I love the fact like call this number. Um, right. I'd want to give a website as well, so like a URL in the future. We'll include it in the notes, but I would include a, a URL as well because somebody might be listening to us two years from now. Somebody might be listening right. to this, you know, six months from now, and that number might be changed. You might have had your big, you know, eight billion dollar exit, and you're sitting on a beach, you know, sipping coconuts, and um, it'll be good for people to be able to follow that. Um, but yeah, man. So I think it's awesome. Uh, we're going to cut this, use this to get you more bookings. The girls are going to get you bookings. I'm going to share my number with you. Fire off a text to me, man. Um, we should be in touch. Actually, anyway. why, why don't you shoot a, shoot a, uh, why don't you shoot yeah. a message to that number? The moment you do that, I'll show you what it does. And the Could you give it I, to me again? Yeah. 
7187. Okay, so can I... Okay, so I'm calling it right now. It says likely a business, but let's see. Okay. No, actually, don't call it. Uh, here, uh, go, uh, just shoot me a text. Okay, a text. Gotcha. Okay, so let me... Paul also it. gets transcribed sentiment analysis and all that happens. But you see it's coming into my app right here. No way. Yeah, it's it's all right here. It's like desktop, mobile phone. Uh, so me and my team are able to stay in touch. Okay, so there you go. So now you got me. So I just texted you. Let's see if it goes through. So I downloaded Yobi too. I just got it. Okay, so it's ascending. All right. So SMS. So do you do WhatsApp as well? It, yep. Or, okay. Um, you see, um, you're going to see a, a response from me here shortly. Okay. Hello, how can I assist you today? Ahmed Synth with Yobi app. Okay. Cool. Um, so, so you can actually ask us something in Farsi. It will respond to you. In Farsi? Yeah. How do I? I don't even know how to type in Farsi. Uh do you read Farsi? No, I don't, unfortunately. Uh, my my or son does. Or any other language, it'll 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 respond to you in any language. Um, it will rephrase. So if you say something unprofessionally, if I type back uh, something, I wish I could share my screen with. Actually, I can. Right? It says share screen. Yeah. I guess you could. Uh, let me. I said alaikum. It says, Yep. Uh, and it starts building a profile of you. Like, I haven't touched it. You sent a message. It started already building a profile of you. And you, we will never lose touch. It can do marketing. So, yeah, wow. it can do marketing. It can target you individually in case I don't want to ever... Uh, my screen. Yeah, yeah, I see you. You see it on autopilot. This is like Tesla autopilot for conversations. I can go in here and say, um, "This is a friend and a partner in our marketing." That does not go to you. That goes to the synthetic agent. I can take over the conversation here but I can see what it's saying. I can also give it feedback as to what to say, what not to say. See, it's giving does this my... use Does this use ChatGPT or is this part of your own? This is our goal-oriented conversation engine, which uses language models as part of uh, what it does, but it's not, chat, it's not just a straight up ChatGPT implementation. Because if you are a doctor, for example, or if you are a lawyer or a stockbroker, uh, you yeah. probably don't want your information going through ChatGPT. So there are several others who can see what's going on uh, and can follow up with you as as needed. But oh this, is, this, is, this is really easy, really simple. Facebook Messenger, everything comes to here. Um, but it's insanely powerful tech. Okay. Like genuinely insanely powerful tech. Clearly. Uh, a yeah. couple things um, for you. Uh, I want you to join metal. Uh, I'm going to send you. 
Yeah, I'll tell you about it. So uh, let's see if I get you a link real quick. Um, you need to be a part of our group. Uh, all right, let me send that to you. So Metal is a men's group. Um, you okay. sign up for free. It's just use me as a reference, and because uh, it's it's by invite only. Um, okay. And it's a group of it's a men's only. It's group of tech innovators, entrepreneurs, um, people in exactly your industry, like business disruptors. Um, and I want to get you as a speaker. That every week they have a mini TEDx uh, type event. Um, yeah, this wacky chat. Chat. Okay, with Ahmed Reza. Uh, or if you sh if you send it to the synth, it'll it'll come through also. Okay, let me send it to the. Like it doesn't. So that's what that's what I was trying to do is like if I could get all of my conversations in one place, I could perform at a superhuman level. Clearly, Although, this is unbelievable. Uh, okay, so let me send you the site then. Metal. Dot men. Yeah, so it's just metal. Dot men www.metal.men. Okay, so sign up for that, and I'm going to introduce you to the founder. I'm going to make an introduction um, to Ken, who's the founder of that. But that group, like uh, Nolan, you know, he's he's a member. Mm -hmm. A lot of Google guys, a lot of Microsoft guys. We've got, you know, uh, Ken, the founder, was like friends with Steve Jobs. Like it's all high level people. Um, but I think it'll be really good for you um to join us so there's oh, 10,000 awesome. members across the world yeah and it's you know you can come to the first like few months for free or whatever as a guest um so i sent you the yeah, i got the link you got the link that's so yep i i even uh responded to you personally the signatures are different when i respond okay. versus when the synthetic agent responds but yeah, yeah. i got it so join metal I'm going to get the, uh, just join as a guest. It'll say which member referred you put me and I'll, I'll let them know that you're, you're come income in. And then I'll, um, I'm going to talk to Ken. I'll make an introduction on just a normal WhatsApp introduction. Um, cause I think he should meet you. Um, he's a big like change maker influencer. Uh, okay. and he's, he founded this thing like 20 something years ago. So, um, I'm going to send you my, yeah, I'm going to send you my personal cell also. Uh, so that oh, you can sorry. add me. Holy crap, it added your bio already. Sorry, I mean, <laughs> I'm not doing this. I'm I'm still amazed by what it does sometimes. Wow. It's getting better. Um, the exponential scale of how fast AI is changing genuinely is uh, is is something to behold. How much have you raised for this company, if you can say? We've only raised like two and a half, uh, like two and a half million, but this is like off the record. Uh, I sure, was sure, like, sure. I think we should raise around another hundred million dollars. Um, fortunately, I'm really well connected network-wise. Like speaking of those mentors, I have several billionaire mentors um, who are some of the most powerful folks on planet Earth. So uh, that's why my two and a half million dollars was. I was going to raise one point two. Uh, and it was double that in four hours. So when I looked to raise the next larger round, 
I was like, I wonder how hard it's going to be. So the following day, I had eight calls, and the very first call was 156 million. Now I'm like, let's let's put take the foot off the gas here. <laughs> Let me make sure I have the right folks do smaller rounds because, you know, the, the laws of physics work a little bit differently. <laughs> yeah, and you don't want to dilute. Early entrepreneur versus later on. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy, man. You know, it's, uh, we're in the process of getting ready to sell one of our companies. I've got a, uh, I, I was early on, uh, in the Amazon seller thing. So we've nice. got a bunch of Amazon companies that we're exiting now. And I realized at a certain point I started using, um, chat GPT to reply to the bankers. Mm-hmm. And then I realized that they're using chat GPT to reply to me. And it just got <laughs> into this really weird thing where I'm like, Fuck, man! Like, are we just gonna get like, uh, like something that flashes on the screen that just shares like the sentiment of the, right. you know, of the of the conversation? Pretty yeah, nuts. Yeah, I'm even working on some pretty crazy stuff like CEO GPT. So I'm literally working on replacing myself. I can be on a call with 50 other people. It reads faces really well. It reads sentiment and tension and where I'm losing employees who are overseas. I might be speaking too fast for them. All right, so here's the thing. We try to get a little bit better every day, but we can't do it without you. So if you like the video, make sure to like and subscribe below. And if you have any comments, just leave them in the space under.